they unlocked on goals. Well, the goals have lost all three of their games so far, but why should you not worry? We'll talk about that on today's Locked On San Diego Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, it's Goals Thursday, and yes, it's it's actually Locked On Anaheim Ducks, but it is Thursday. So welcome to Goals Thursday, where we talk about the AHL affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks, the San Diego Goals. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and we'll be joined by a guest later on. A reminder, you can hear this podcast wherever podcasts can be heard. It's free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey and Spotify, among others. You could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And it is a Thursday and we're not going to talk about all the mess happening in the NHL. I addressed that before. I addressed that on Tuesday. And as I mentioned, you can follow that on Locked on NHL and give a shout to Locked on Blackhawks as well, where that's talked about. Okay, so let's talk about what happened last weekend with the goals. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. All as we saw Alexander Volkov for exactly one game. His last game was last Friday, October 22nd, against the Stockton Heat. That was the home opener for the San Diego Goals. And I'm not going to talk too much about the game itself, but I do want to talk about the fans. I want to talk about everybody that showed up to Pachanga Arena and they came out in droves. You guys made a difference. This was the first game in nearly two years, the first home game at Pachanga Arena. And I implored all the fans last weekend, last Thursday and Friday, that hockey didn't have a good start in SoCal the previous week. And all the fans needed to come out to show their support. And you know what? You guys came through. Everybody came through. It was a sellout. 12,920 packed the barn in San Diego, by far the highest attended game of the AHL this season. As of right now, the San Diego goals are number one in attendance with an average attendance of 12,920. So it was great. There was a nice little pregame beforehand. You had the ceremony, you had all the players coming in. It was just a fantastic time all around. Having all the fans coming back, having all the fans in the parking lot, just Jovial is the best word I could come up with. Jovial. To just be back home. Great seeing all the fans coming together. Seeing everybody saying hi to each other. Yeah, that's awesome. So from the bottom of my heart, thanks to all the Goals fans that came out last Friday. And I sincerely hope that we see even more of the Goals fans the following weekend when they come back to San Diego once again. This coming weekend, they're in Tucson. So that I needed to get out of the way. As far as far as the game itself, it wasn't good. Alexander Volkov had an apple on his last game here in Southern California. Hmm, what's that implying? So Volkov did get an apple, and that was all he got. That was late in the game, too. Just to briefly break down what happened. Stockton scored. Yay, great. Okay, one nothing. But Alex Limoges got his first of the season on the power play. If nothing else, the goal's power play is looking pretty good. So Limoges got it from Kindop and Jacob Perot. That made it a 1-1 tie. And then it was all Stockton from there. Phillips scored. Pelletier scored on the power play. Rizika scored. Then Brogan Rafferty scored once again on the power play. And guess who got the primary apple on that? Alexander Volkov. 
and then Stockton scored two more. Final score was 6-2, to two, but that didn't really matter because the fans are back, and we had our first game in so long at Pachanga Arena. That was the main story of the whole game, just having the fans back. And the other main story that did come out a little bit later, I mentioned this was the last game for Alexander Volkov. Well, he's gone now. Alexander Volkov, tired of shuffling back and forth between the Ducks and the Gulls, he ended up in San Diego for one game. He didn't even make the trip up to Ontario because he left the team. Basically, his his contract is, is gone, terminated. He's done. This news came out a couple days ago that Alexander Volkov signed a deal in the KHL. So he is going back to Russia. Oh, boy. We'll talk about that more in a second. But back to this game. The goals really couldn't solve Stockton at all. Stockton had a much better attack. They had a much better neutral zone defense which is something that doesn't get talked about a whole lot. But the neutral zone defense was excellent in that they really didn't let the goals set up any plays on even strength. Even strength was the big thing for the Stockton Heat, something that they had been working on recently. So good for them in that sense. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Alexander Volkov again because I should mention it. So first he was placed on unconditional waivers so he did sign a one-year contract over the summer and this was bringing him from the Tampa Bay Lightning and then he left going to the KHL oh yeah that's the thing that's happening now so Alexander Volkov first went on unconditional waivers then sent off and the and the signing if I can pull this up really fast, um, he signed a four-year contract with SKA St. Petersburg of the KHL. So it's a four-year deal valid through April 2025. Things did not play out well. He was hopeful to get a full-time shot at the NHL. That didn't happen. When he got sent down, you know, he, he didn't like that at all. I mean, he was waived before the start of the season even began. And sent to the minor leagues. Remember Volkov had a couple games. Or he had like one preseason game. And then he had that first game against Ontario. And then he had this game against Stockton. That was it. And even in those two games. He didn't look all that great in even strength. But then again. Most of the goals did not look good on even strength. So after just two games with the goals. He agreed to a mutual. This is a mutual contract termination and he's off to the KHL. So, honestly, we wish nothing for the best for him. I mean, he gave the goals a couple of games, and that was it. And now he's off to play for St. Petersburg back at his home country. So, we wish him luck. It's too bad that he couldn't really get things going with the Ducks, or the goals for that matter. But there you go, because there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot. He did really well in the AHL. He scored 45 points in each of his first two AHL seasons, but just no consistency for the NHL. So he goes up to the top league in Russia. And that's where he's going to be for the next four years. So thus ends the Alexander Volkov saga. All right, we're going to head into the commercial break. We're going to talk about the other game. But first, let's talk about... 
about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. They've been family-owned and operated for over two decades. And why pay full price when you could pay half or even less than half of the price of the big box stores? And they have parts for every kind of car, any kind of Chevy, Toyota, Ford, Aston Martin, Ferrari, a Packard, whatever kind of car, rockauto.com has the parts for you. Head over to rockauto.com and in the how'd you hear about us box, tell them that Locked on Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about the other game against the Ontario Reign. And we're also going to talk about why you shouldn't really worry as a goals fan right now. We'll get to all that pretty soon. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On San Diego Goals. Ha! Part of the umbrella of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN, or TLOPN. And I'm not alone right now. I have a special guest with me, who is the host of Locked On Ontario Raid, which is part of Locked On LA Kings, <laughs> all that stuff. It's Sarah Avampato. Sarah, how's it going? I mean, some of us have to celebrate a team that wins, uh, unlike... The NHL team. You sound so much clearer now. Why is, why is, yeah, you don't sound like you're... The magic of technology. Yeah, you don't sound like you're like a million miles away. Magic of technology. Yeah, no kidding. Our two lousy teams, well, your team isn't so lousy. The Rain are off to a hot start. They are. The goal's not so much. They're 0-3 right now. Oh, I didn't realize it was 0-3. It's 0-3. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's bad. Oh. I mean, we could talk about that last oh, game. Oh, two of those losses are the Rain, too. Yeah, they were. Oh, how have the Rain played so many games already? It's more so how have the Rain played so many home games? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could talk. That's another topic yeah. for another day. Yeah. And the goals have played how many home games? One. Hmm. Yeah. It was a sellout, at least. Yeah. yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Want to talk about that game? I know you want to talk about that game. <laughs> I mean, I like it because the Rain did well. They did. Uh, they scored a lot of goals. Yeah, how many? Um, One, two, two. three. Five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't good. But I'll, I'll give credit to the raid. They played a complete game in front of that crowd at. Oh, by the way, because this is minor league hockey, and I don't really want to talk about the games themselves, how about those jerseys the rain wore? Those, I mean, those are pretty hot. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's a collaboration with Violent Gentlemen and the Ontario Rain. They're Dia de los Muertos jerseys. Those are pretty awesome. I mean, they, they do it well whenever they have... I feel like their theme nights and their theme jerseys are always on point. I feel like they're on point when they collaborate with Violin Gentlemen well, yeah. in particular. Like, they're yeah. a little bit better than some of the others yeah, we've well. had where you can't read the numbers. Well, I mean, that's a whole other problem. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. But one guy that did really well that I'm going to give credit to mm-hmm. is, is Wags. Yeah. Wags has looked pretty good with the rain so far this season. Yeah, I have been... I was very curious to see how he would react. So for uh, Duck Skulls, people who don't pay attention to the Kings, because honestly, why would you? Um, Austin Wagner has really spent most of the past several seasons with the Kings up in yep. the NHL. 
Uh, and this year, there's a little bit of a roster crunch. They're starting to bring in new players. They're starting to run out of spots for guys who aren't quite contributing as much. And uh, Wagner, at the NHL level, has always shown that he is very fast. Uh, and that's kind of about it. He hasn't yeah. really got the goal-scoring touch there. Uh, so he was waived and passed through waivers and was sent to Ontario at the beginning of the year. And I was really curious to see, because some guys in that situation, they get sent down to the AHL and they have an attitude problem about it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it tons yeah, of I, times. I just with, got done talking about Alexander oh, Volkov. There you go. Well, he's gone now. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, it was very plausible that he would go down to the, to the rain and pout and not be a team player, essentially. Uh, and he has looked really good with the rain. Uh, he's clearly stepping up, playing big minutes. He's got two goals, including one uh, again in this game against the Gulls. He is capitalizing on his chances. Uh, it's everything I would want to see from a player who got unwillingly demoted. Um, mm-hmm. Kings don't have room for him, so he, no matter how well he does, it's going to take an injury to get him caught back up. But... Um, Rain-wise, I, they, I'm sure they're very pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else that is pleasing to watch is Aiden Dudas, mm-hmm. who's got a little bit of an edge to him. Yeah, he. I have always enjoyed him. Uh, I have described him uh, on this show and on my own show as basically like smaller Andrew Shaw, uh, because it's that same sort of pest, pesky, gritty... I mean, like Brendan Gallagher kind of style of play. Pest is yes. correct, according to Gulls fans. Yes, he is absolutely like, I would be so annoyed to play against him. He's a smaller guy. Uh, he's not much bigger than me. I've met him a couple of times at games, uh, <laughs> if, if not as, like to interview him. Uh, and just, yeah, a real like spark plug of a guy. And he is also backing it up on the score sheet uh, and has been coming up you know, pretty big for the rain. Yeah, he's been tasked to take on some of the younger guys for the goals, you know, taking on guys like Braden Tracy, like, you know, what's his face? The the, the new kid, the shiny new kid for the goals, who I'm forgetting all of a sudden, um, Jacob Perot, oh. who didn't play that game. Actually, no, he did play that game and didn't play well. Yeah. I mean, he got five shots. He, he got his chances. But... <sighs> They, they probably could have started Lucas Dostal, and they didn't. They started Ole Eriksson Ek, who in two games has looked oh, no. against the rain. He's given up a plethora of goals against them. I could count them. Let's see. He gave up five against Ontario. Oh, no. Last Saturday. Oh, this And is this bad. Saturday, he gave up five goals again. That's bad. So can I tell you the combined scores of all the goals games? Uh-huh. They have lost by a combined score of 16 to 5. Oh. Sorry about your life. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> She's only kidding, folks. My life is just great. The goals isn't. Getting to cover the San Diego goals and the Anaheim Ducks this season when they're bottom of the standings. Hey. My life is great. Yay. But just like one more thing about this game and then we'll head to a break. Uh, the Brewyard Gaunts fight. Gaunts won that one. <laughs> I'll admit <laughs> it. Well, that's, that, there's your veteran leadership for you. No kidding. That's why Cameron Gantz is there. I mean, the only right spot for the goal for the goals was Vinny Letary's power play goal. Letary had spent time with the Ducks recently. I don't see why he... Well, I mean, I see why he probably is kind of the odd man out for the goals right now. Or for the Ducks, rather. Because he's doing so well with San Diego. And he did well with them last season in their playoff run. And previously with Hartford. But... You know, he's one of those guys that's kind of a tweener to me. 
in between the AHL and the NHL. So that is a bright spot for the goals, at least, right? Yeah, and you need those guys. I mean, that's Austin Wagner for us. I mean, he's a little less of a tweener because he spent most of his career in in the, the NHL. But it's, it's the same thing of those guys who, you know, not really quite good enough for the NHL, probably too good for the AHL, but like... Yeah, yeah, if they if they're there with the right attitude, um, they're great for an AHL team. If they have the right attitude, they could have a long career in the AHL. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at at the captains for both teams, mm-hmm. Brett Sutter, long yeah. career in the AHL. Sam Carrick, who just got called up to the Ducks, now now sent back down as of today to the goal. So hopefully he'll make the trip to Tucson mm-hmm. for that IH trip. Robin Lano, if you're listening, <laughs> I want the goals to win both those games. <laughs> I do not want to see Tucson win. Um, but hopefully Carrick is back for those. So you need those guys yeah. yeah, on your teams. I feel like they're important. And I feel like Sam Carrick is kind of the heartbeat of this goals team. And he's been going up and down. Yeah, He hasn't really gotten a chance to really play with San Diego yet. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk about, you know, betting. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, we got to talk about, you know, who's going to win the Stanley Cup. Who's going to make the final on the West. I'm sticking by this. Mm-hmm. Edmonton Oilers are going to come out in the West. Hey, that prediction is looking pretty good so far, isn't it? As of this recording, have they lost a game yet? Mm. Of course. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm still booking that. Edmonton in the final. But if you want to bet on, there's NFL, there's the NBA, the thrilling Lakers, and baseball for, as one author called it, and I'll give a shout out to Caden Henderson here, the World Series that nobody wanted. Yeah. Big thumbs down. Yeah, if you even want to bet on that. But hockey's where it's at. Right. Yeah. Bet on the Buffalo Sabres. You'll get a lot of money when they win the Stanley Cup. Wow. (laughs) Hey, you know what? They're not the favorites for half the games right now. If people had bet on the Buffalo Sabres the first three games, they would have made a ton of money. (laughs) So if you're daring and want to bet on the Sabres, then go to betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. So, Sarah, if I deposited 200 bucks, what would that bonus be? Chocolate. Chocolate. Your bonus would be chocolate. Mm-hmm. And 100 bucks also. Yes. But chocolate as well. Yes. So head over to betonline.ag. Have a built bar while you're at it. Ooh. And use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. The exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And what should they do? Eat responsibly. And gamble responsibly as well. So we're going to talk about... Actually, there is something I want to talk about. Uh-oh. This is to the goals fans. Why you should not be worried this season. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to the party. Welcome back to Locked on Goals, part of Locked on Podcast Network. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and that's Sarah Avampato. Howdy. One word again. <laughs> You're doing this to me again, aren't you? How else do you answer that? <laughs> like, the, the, what else do you want from me? <laughs> okay, in more than one word, describe how the San Diego Goals have been playing so far this season. Meh. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh here. More than, more than meh. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's not great. But I did... I'm actually glad you're here because I want to appeal to the Gulls fans as why they should not be worried right now. It's a slow start, 0-3. But there is a plethora of reasons why it's a slow start and something that you could attest to because you covered the rain. Remember the slow start that the rain got off to last season? It was terrible. 
but they ended up not being in last place after yes. all that. Yeah. And they actually looked pretty adequate mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. We had that great road trip to end the season last year against Tucson. Mm-hmm. They looked good. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of... So thinking back to last season, what was some of... Well, A, why they had a slow start, and B, what propelled them to finish the way they did? I think from the rain perspective, uh, one of the biggest issues... Well, two of the biggest issues to keep in mind. One, Coach John Robleski was in his first season coaching in the AHL. And you see the uh, parallel. At, oh, that's right. Wait, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he made the jump from the, from uh, USHL, under-18s, whatever, uh, to coaching at, at this level. And so there's an adjustment there. Like, if you're a coach, you're a coach. You know how the game works, but it's a different level of play. So mm-hmm. that was that adjustment. The Rain had an incredibly young roster. They had very few veteran players. The veteran players who were there were guys like Brett Sutter, like veteran players, but they're still not going to like drive your scoring and drive your play. Uh, so very new roster, a lot of very young players. It just took a really long time to like generate any kind of chemistry to get anyone all on the same page. And people just kept getting caught up to the Kings all the time. So so you see the parallels yes, right now? Because yes. the parallels are happening right now with the San Diego Goals. You have a new coach, Joel Bouchard. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Deneen, who had been there for a few seasons. He's now gone. But you have this brand new coach, new system, a lot of new stuff as far as the coaching set. I mean, it's, it's a really hard adjustment, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, especially, I mean, coming from a different system is a really good point. Um, and just, you know, from talking, I also cover the Chicago Wolves and get to talk to their coach a lot. And he talks a lot about how he has to align his coaching system with what the Carolina Hurricanes want. So that way it's, it's seamless when someone gets caught up. And so many AHL teams are trying to do that now of having one playbook, essentially, for their whole teams. And so, sure, Bouchard has coached before, but he hasn't coached in the Ducks system. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what their system is, but there's <laughs> going to be an adjustment. There's going to be a huge adjustment. And something else that you brought up, that's another parallel, guys getting constantly called up and down. We've seen it so many times with the Ducks already in this young season. Mm-hmm. We've seen several guys get called up and down. And we're even hearing rumors that there might be certain players that might be called down. I'm not going to name names, but there are certain guys that are waivers exempt that if they don't produce with the Ducks, what could happen? Welcome to San Diego. Yeah. Do we do we want to mention? I don't think we want to start any rumors here. Ryan Getzloff. They're not going to call Ryan Getzloff down. No, getsy has been good. Um, but this, this is not me starting rumors. This is more so just hearing what fans have been saying and what you know i hate to bring this name up but there was that kind of weird wake-up call when max comtois got scratched and now he's in the fourth line yikes yeah that's your leading goal scorer from last season down on the fourth line and then i even saw some fans i'm not gonna say this i'm not but there are fans out there saying if it doesn't produce in the fourth line, where else is he going to go? And someone said, send him down to San Diego. And people replied and agreed with that. That's not the answer. It's not. It'd be great for the goals. It'd be great for the goals, the but answer. it's not the answer. No. No. And I mean, actually, this ties in very well with, I was just earlier today talking with Laura Saba from Lockdown Canadians, who was kind of making a similar point uh, with their team of Cole Caulfield hasn't been doing very well. No one on the Canadians has been doing well. Um, but the coach basically kind of keeps moving him around essentially to send a message. And I feel like that's sort of what's happening that's absolute, with Comtois. That's of, absolutely what's happening. Yeah. And it's it's such a like no-win situation for the player because 
he's a top six guy. Like, yeah, what is he going to do on the fourth line? And so then he's not going to produce on the fourth line. And then everyone's going to be like, well, buddy, you stink. Well, what do you, what do you want him to do? He's not a grinder. That's not the player that he is. Yeah, that's Nick Delorier. Right. Which is why Delorier is on the fourth line. Right. Not Max Comtois. I mean, look, Max Comtois can hit. He can barrel right. over guys. Right. But that's not the point of him. <laughs> yeah. So for the goals fans that were saying like, yeah, send him to San Diego, that's not the answer. I don't expect to see Comtois in San Diego. Even though he is waivers exempt, that's not the answer. It'd be funny though. No. But but what would be good for the goals is to have the veterans come back. Yeah. Like to have Sam Carrick come back. You need your captain. It's got to be tiring seeing guys just bouncing up and down, left and right, all over the place. And it's only been two weeks. Yeah. Didn't the, didn't that happen with Sam Carrick last season and the goals kind of had similar issues when he was up you're right they did where it was the middle of the season lucas it was an amalgam of things oh that was a terrible wow you want to say that word for me please amalgam there we go wow (laughs) i promise this is show number 413 i swear i've done this 412 other times and not screw up like that but anyway yeah, the same thing happened last season where you had a multitude of guys move up to the Ducks. One of them was Jamie Drysdale. Remember, he began mm-hmm. in San Diego. Sam Carrick was another one. Once he left and fought his way to the Ducks roster, the goal struggled mm-hmm. big time. And then you had them come back, and they had that terrific ending to the season leading up to the playoffs, which they lost in Bakersfield. But that's that's going to be a big thing that we have to watch out for is seeing what the Ducks are going to do. And unfortunately, the Ducks are struggling to a point where we might see some more shifting here and there. There's nothing really the goals can do about that, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the, the blessing and the curse of a minor league team is your roster is entirely at the whim of the NHL club, which makes it even funnier, not funnier, but you know, like ECHL teams are even in a, in a worse spot because ECHL teams get super decimated mm-hmm. and it's all because of something that happened at the NHL level. And then suddenly they're like, who's available in the SPHL that we can bring up. Like, yeah. it, it's it's such a, like, domino effect, and it's the minor leagues who really get their seasons entirely derailed just because, you know, yeah. someone had to go up to the NHL, which is great. Yeah. Like, great so, for him. Uh, yes. As goal fans, you should be proud of the players that go up to the Ducks. You should always be proud of your goals graduates. Look at some of the guys that we just talked about. You know, Comtois. He was a San Diego goal for a while, mm-hmm. and now and he was the leading scorer last season. I wish nothing but the best for Comtois. I love Comtois as a duck. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so one final plea to the goals fans. Like, should they be worried? No, just chill. It's fine. Yeah, chill. It's three games. Yeah. And the biggest thing that we talked... The number one thing we both said, the coaching. Right. Like, and, and important thing for goals fans to keep in mind to remember is that this year the AHL expanded the playoff bracket thingy. That's right. So, like, as long as you're not, like, dead last, you'll at least get the play-in game or whatever it is. Yes. So, I mean, I, you're not going to be dead last. I don't really know what the... yeah. We're, Actually, I can tell you what they are. So, yes. it's going to be the top seven teams in the Pacific Division because there are nine teams in the division. And the bottom two teams are left out. Right now, it'd be the Eagles and the Gulls, so birds would flock together on that one. Have you ever noticed that we have four bird brain teams in the division? The Condors, the Roadrunners, Eagles, and Gulls? Oh, oh, look yeah. at that. And they're the bottom four teams in the, the division right now. 
What are you implying? Nothing. That they're not flying high? I, I don't know. But, I mean. <laughs> but all you have to do is be that seventh seed, mm-hmm. and you'd have a play-in against the number two seed. Oh, look at that. Ontario's number one. Oh, man. They're, they're looking pretty good. Let me enjoy this while it lasts. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I want the goals to demolish the Roadrunners right now. Yeah. I, I want nothing but pain. I think that's fair. That's fair? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's wish that. Let's hope that the goals sweep the Roadrunners and claw claw their way ah, up to the seventh seed. <laughs> You're shaking. She's shaking her head, folks. I think that's a good place to wrap it up for Goals Thursday. But I thank you all for listening, and thanks for making this your first listen, and thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your second listen. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, where can the folks find you on the socials and your work and the podcast and all that jazz? Sure. Uh, Locked on Kings, of course, available wherever you get your podcasts, much like this show. Uh, the show is on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. You can hear me on Wednesdays on Locked on NHL with Jess from Calgary Flames, the Locked on Calgary Flames show. She is not from the Flames themselves. Uh, we are talking all about the Western Conference every Wednesday on Locked on NHL, uh, also where you get your podcasts. Uh and I'm on Twitter at Right Said Sarah, mostly just yelling about sports and occasionally retweeting dog pictures because dogs are it. great. Yeah, we need it. And I mentioned this on the top of this podcast, so I will commend you again. A really good job on Locked On NHL on Wednesday. I thought that was very well done regarding everything going on. Thank so you. just wanted to commend you for that. Thank you. All right, that's why we needed the dog pictures. Yeah, that's that's precisely why. So don't forget Locked On NHL every Wednesday, Western Conference Wednesdays. Give them a shout. Um, oh, wait, my stuff. You can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD or the show is LO underscore Ducks. And they can, they should email me, right? Um, only if, if, if you have like cool things to say or pictures of dogs. Or pictures of dogs or anything Mighty Ducks related because yeah. that logo is way better. <laughs> uh, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks.com. That's not an email address. Wow. Locked on Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> Locked on Anaheim Ducks at gmail.com. I am not editing any of this out today. Nope, we're leaving it in. I swear I didn't drink any of that beer in the fridge. Not yet. Likely story. Like, no, I haven't yet. For those of you that haven't gone to your local markets, there's a Mighty Ducks Hazy IPA. Yeah, try it. All right, that that's it. We're, we're done. Yeah. Good show. Mm-hmm. Good show. Let's watch some hockey. Good luck, goals. Good luck, goals. Please beat Tucson this weekend. On behalf of Sarah Avampato and myself, for Locked On San Diego Goals, oh, this is Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great Thursday. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And what do ducks and gulls do? Eat responsibly. <laughs> and fly together. Cacao, cacao. Nothing. Cacao, cacao, cacao. Leaving this in, folks. Have a good one, everyone. That's communication.